Welcome to Metal Injections, the Squared Circle Pit. With your host, Rob Cosmati. Today's opponent, from Valhalla, Zach Wall. Here is your host, Rob Cosmati. Welcome to the first episode of the Squared Circle Pit. It is Rob Paspani at Rob Injection on the social media. I'm so excited to finally get this podcast going. Before moving along, I want to send a huge thank you to Hugh Myrone for allowing me to use his music as the intro to this podcast. You can check out more of his stuff at soundcloud.com slash Myrone. And it is the first episode, so I guess I should explain what exactly my idea here is. Obviously, Metal Injection is a metal website, but over the years, I've noticed a lot of metalheads love pro wrestling, and I love pro wrestling. So I thought, hey, what better excuse to talk to some of these guys about this sports entertainment, which I enjoy so much, than by starting this podcast so that's exactly what I'm going to do. It's going to be a uh, bi-weekly podcast with conversations with metal musicians and eventually maybe some wrestlers and some other people strictly about pro wrestling. And I wanted to kick it off with, with a big guest, and I got a huge one for you, Zach Wilde the guitar legend himself, and a huge pro wrestling fan. I had no idea that Zach Wilde was this into pro wrestling. We ended up talking about 40 minutes about some of his favorite matches, his favorite wrestlers, some backstage experiences that he's had. And there's even a little Star Wars talk in here, a little superhero talk. So if you happen to not have seen Star Wars yet, which by this point, you know, it's been out five months, you have no excuse. There are some spoilers some deep spoilers about 10 minutes into this interview that you might want to avoid. One other note I want to make is that I foolishly in the middle of this interview said that Paul Bearer's real name was Percy Pringle. That is incorrect. His real name was Bill Moody. Percy Pringle was just his gimmick name before he was Paul Bearer. All right, that's all the talking I'm going to do. It's time for Zach Wilde to talk about pro wrestling. Now entering the squared circle pit, the legendary Zach Wild. Yes, I would go with the Berserker title, but the you Berserker. remember the Berserker, of course. Yes, he, I was well. That never I got a title. Say, never got a title shot. Never, no, never Junior. pinned anybody. He always won by throwing a guy out of the ring. Yeah, well, by countout. That's right. And then he would run around going Mr. hus. Yes, hus, hus. And remember, Mister, what was it, Mister Ito? Uh, Mister Fuji. Mister Fuji. Yeah. Was his manager. Yeah, yeah. He was the one that had to calm him down and yes. be like, it's okay, it's okay. But it was so great. Yeah. Because he would just, he refused to pin anybody. He just beat the living piss out of him and then yeah, throw them out of the ring. Yeah, suplex him out. And then they would count out the guy. Mm -hmm. And then he'd go out and then pick the guy up, throw him over his shoulder, walk him in the, like, like, he was some, yeah. like he was a dead deer or something like that. Yeah, the Berserker had a pretty metal look. I mean, I guess that, that's. He was another one that never won. Yeah. And uh, the Overlord. Mm -hmm. The won. Warlord. Warlord, I mean. Yes, yes, yes. The Warlord never won. I remember me and no. Jadius just going, why are they not ever giving him a title shot? <laughs> he's, he's the most like, badass-looking dude. Yeah, because I was a warrior guy. Yeah. And we were like, dude, he's ten times the size of the warrior. <laughs> I mean, a yeah. warlord. I mean, but 
nothing ever happened with him either. Yeah, so Ultimate Warrior is your favorite wrestler. Yes. I remember uh, actually Chris Jericho told me this, so you were a huge Ultimate Warrior fan. Huge what warrior guy. what drew, drew you to the Ultimate Warrior? Oh, just uh, as soon as you heard a dang, 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 it's game over. Yeah. Pretty yeah. awesome intro the music. He's running Best out intro his... ever. And then him running out into the ring, shaking the ropes the whole nine. He, yeah. You know, uh, uh, none closer. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, he was, dude, he was awesome, man. Yeah. So how did you get into wrestling? How old were you? And like, well, what, do you remember like know. the first I, time I, you I'm watched it? I'm trying to think. Um, I remember my buddy Scotty had older brothers and everything. And they, they were obviously in the Ivan Putsky, Bob Backlund, right, superstar right. So like Billy Graham. the 70s Graham. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I mean, which was amazing, too. But uh, but yeah, so you had it was it was pretty much started there, but then and obviously you had the '80s, but you know really started getting into it again when when the Warrior came around. Right, that that's what kind of drew you back into wrestling, without a doubt. And like, what what are some of your favorite matches that, that you remember? Well, obviously WrestleMania six was yes, yeah, Warrior the, Hogan, the, the ultimate challenge, and yeah. I, and my nephew at the time, little Jiro, he was he was. He was a Hulkamaniac and massive, you know, Hulkster Nation guy. So, uh, so I think I think he was in like they had to have suicide watch around them. And oh just, my! I, I was he the was same in way. a deep depression yeah. after after the Ultimate Warrior just destroyed Hulkamania. Yes, <laughs> I remember watching it. Funny enough, I watched it in my elementary school. We had a special. Like everyone oh in the school God. went to the auditorium and we watched to watch it. WrestleMania yeah. six. Yeah, the Monday after, and and uh, like, wow, it was insane. I can't believe that happened. I, just our principal was a wrestling fan, I guess. So he well, did. That, well, the bottom line is that's a that's a pretty cool school you were. Going yeah, to. yeah. I, uh, but I just remember I was in denial when I saw Hogan lost. I'm like, no, he's Hulk Hogan. He can't lose. Like, how did he lose to the Ultimate Warrior? Oh no, no, it's fake. I, not it's fake. It didn't happen. You know, yeah, no, like, it's, it was rigged. <laughs> it was fake. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah, yeah. They, they're gonna they're, they're gonna change the, the result again or whatever. Yeah. But that was the Ultimate Warrior's big moment, and, and it was really cool. He had both the world both titles. And no, yeah. I mean obviously the the Hulkster gave him the hugs and the whole and yeah, like everybody let let Hulkamania Nation. No, I'm with this. They, we're, we support this guy, and we're yeah. with him, and we're friends, and yada yada yada. So, no, it was that. But if you notice, I mean, how the Hulkster kicked out of it. Yeah, you know, out of the yeah, pit. yeah. At the, you know, after so, the three, so it looked like he just he, got he didn't him. dominate him. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he wasn't like knocked out, and it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a like he was unconscious and yeah, world. it wasn't like a super decisive victory. Yes, he just exactly. scrapped it was by. just like boom, he got right out of the you know yeah. just just missed getting out of it. So yeah. yeah, I wasn't stunned, man. You know, so that type of thing. So yeah, though I think the the way that that match was uh, definitely one of the greatest matches ever because I'm saying the way they scripted it and the way yeah, uh, yeah. and the way they got both guys performed. Yeah, no, uh, also like, you could script it, but the they guys got to perform it though. Yeah. Because, you know, both those guys aren't known for having, like, stellar matches. They're more about charisma and whatever. But I heard that the uh, guy backstage, Pat Patterson, who was, like, the booker, he, like, move for move, he choreographed it. And they had to they practiced it to make sure it was as awesome as it was. Well, it yeah, came out but great. they did a great job. Because yeah. I'm just saying that match was... Yeah, because everybody was going, well, who's going to win? Right, yeah. It's, you know, oh, it was one of the rare times in WWF where it was a, a face champion, versus a face. Yeah, yeah, good yeah guy versus champion good guy. versus champion and champion yeah. versus yeah, champion. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, I think that was But like you said, good guy versus good guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, which was weird. You know, I'm yeah. saying for the first time for them, it's almost like you know when DC and Marvel do like Spider-Man versus Superman. You know, yeah. like they're both good guys. So how are we gonna how me and you are gonna write this? Right, right. That they're gonna fight. Why would they fight? They're both good guys. You yeah, know I mean? like so, who? How would we make both of these guys look good? Exactly. And then you yeah. you know for your company, you got to make your guy look good, and yeah. I got to make my guy look good. But uh, right, right. Well, it's gonna be interesting now. To talk about that. How? What do you think about the new Batman Superman? movie coming uh, out. Well, I think they basically gave away the whole movie in the trailer. I don't see there's a really? reason. Really? I didn't see the trailer yet. Oh, well, if you're looking forward to seeing the movie, I recommend avoiding the trailer it. because it's you can tell like the whole movie, like the dissension that they, they have and then uh, I believe Doomsday is the, the villain. Like he comes in and they have to like work together and then like Wonder Woman kind of comes in. And they, you just know what the whole movie is just from the trailer. Oh, I and, think that's not good. Yeah, but I, I'm still going <laughs> to well, see Kind of like anybody, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> my one buddy comes out and he just posted, dude. He's, he's just like, he's like, uh, for, you know, Obi-Wan. He goes, dude, he's dead. He died in this one or whatever. You know, Han Solo. Oh, well, don't he give died. it away. <laughs> yeah. well, I guess by this point, if they yeah, haven't but, seen Star Wars. My buddy's just like blasting at Yeah. It. Like. When the movie just came out, I'm like, yeah. what are you, an idiot, man? <laughs> He's like, yeah, right. dare you? Well, everybody saw it, right? I go, I didn't see it. <laughs> you know, it was yeah. like the day after the movie yeah. came out. But uh, Same thing happened to me, too. I saw that, that spoiler, and like, I was like, oh, well, great. Someone well, I mean, I just it. thought, actually, in, in the Star Wars one, I thought it was kind of a little weird. It was just kind of, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, son? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I mean... You know, being a father, you yeah. know, um, uh, you know, a dad of uh, four children. Mm-hmm. One thing, absolutely, unbelievably clear as day, <laughs> and you can't even hide it, is the horrendous parenting skills <laughs> within the Star Wars universe. Yeah, exactly. Horrendous. Everyone's got daddy issues. No, but horrendous. You just drop your kid off in the middle of a desert somewhere. Yeah, it'll be fine. You know, don't worry about it. What are you doing, man? Yeah. What are you? What are you doing? Uh, and I mean, you know. And then what is it? What's the the new guys? Uh, Kylo. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. It's just like. Yeah, I knew this day would come. Remember when he comes out? He's like, son, yeah, yeah. why don't you just go home? And by the way, take off that silly, goofy mask. Will yeah. you? Look at me for a second. He's just like. I'm surprised you didn't just go, why don't you go fuck yourself, Pops? I have to do shit for you. Just drop me off. I'm a fucking, I'm a prom night uh, garbage. Wait, what was was family guy? I'm a prom night bitch or baby, whatever the hell it was, you know what I mean? No, I'm a prom night, what was it? What the hell's the name of that song? It says, I'm a, yeah, it's just basically, I'm a prom night dumpster baby. There we go. And I'm a prom night dumpster baby, you know, but the whole thing is, yeah, he goes, you clowns dropped me off in the middle yeah, of a dumpster, man. Nice I, don't, I don't have to listen to shit you got to say to me, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it's a miracle I still let you live this long, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, and then obviously Darth Vader, you know, he's just yeah. a complete douchebag, you know what I mean? As a da- I mean, you know, so, and... Uh, dude, I mean, but you know what's so funny when you when you actually look at the whole Star Wars thing, I mean, how much they just played Darth Vader as a <laughs> as a like a fiddle throughout the whole movie. I'm just saying how much he was manipulated. Yeah. Throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And then it's just like, what happened to my wife? It's like, 
you killed her. You know, and it's just like. I did. What what else did I do last night? How much did I drink last night? <laughs> I mean, the whole movie yeah. is that with him. They never go go into Darth, Darth Vader's alcohol dependency. You never see they that. They should have. <laughs> I you know I mean it's kind of like well, how much did I drink? I gotta lay off the crown, man. It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like I did what last night? I killed how many children? Remember you know when he when he, yeah, when yeah. he butchered every all the kids. It's just like, oh, there's no coming back from this one, man. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I know there's still some good in him. This guy's an asshole, okay? <laughs> no. And even whatever good is in him, we're still going to whoop his ass. Yeah. Well, no, we'll knock that out of him, trust me. <laughs> now, this guy is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ass whoopings, I know that you're, you're friends with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, I just saw Steve the other day. How are you guys doing? Yeah, you- Steve's doing great, man. Well, you know, he's, he's so busy doing all the other stuff now. Yeah. I mean, he's got the, the two TV shows going on and everything like that. But it was great catching up with him. So uh, hopefully I'll do, like, his podcast now when he's got all the other stuff. You know, just to catch up with him. Yeah, Steve's awesome. Love love the father, Steve. And Steve's another one. You know, you got to throw him up there with the warrior. Well, you know, if, if you think about all the iconic big guys, you know, well, superstar Billy Graham. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, even though you have Bob Backlund was the yeah. champ. Yeah, like superstar super, Billy Graham was the was, star. Was the like the icon? Yeah, you yeah. Know? For no, I'm sure. just saying. Even though he wasn't, he did, he was, he was winning. a champ. Yeah, he was a champ. But I mean, Bob was always the, the, the father. Backlund was the yeah. was the baby face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but the whole thing is, it was like, um, you had superstar, then the Hulkster, and then after the Hulkster, obviously Warrior, mm-hmm. and then there was Stone Cold. Yeah, it was that carried the company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what about just, like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels? Were you watching around that time? Yeah, like they the were also. Night? Yeah, they were amazing as well. You know, what, do you remember like how you first met Steve Austin? Like how did that? Um, I forget. I forget how we met. I mean, we were down. Oh no, through Jim Dotson, I think. God bless his soul. But uh, Jim was a buddy of ours. He did security mm-hmm. with the WWE, and uh, we met. I probably met Steve through Jim. Mm-hmm. And, you know, The Undertaker, you know, and The Taker and Kane and all the guys. And I think that yeah. – I'm trying to think how I met Father Jericho. I right. Because, I, you know, you I, I dug Chris before I actually met him. Right, right. Because when the Chris Ayatollah first came out, I, dude, he was hysterical. Dude. Yeah. I mean, when he first came out, we were yeah. like, dude, have you seen this guy, Chris Jericho? With The was, Rock, you mean? Like, no, it was even before WCW? that, when he, when he first came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he had his hair in the uh, in the bonsai, yes, yeah. Thing. Oh, I love that. Like they, when he had the the Ralphus. Do you remember? Yeah, he had the totally. security? No, he was hysterical. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just saying, because you know, it, it, like you said, you could be the most amazing wrestler on the planet. Yeah, but if you can't do the promos and you have no personality, you know, it's yeah. just kind of like what's what's here? Right, right, right. Yeah, what am <laughs> yeah. I watching here? You what know? do I care? Yeah, you got to yeah, give yeah, me something I mean, to yeah. cling on to. Exactly. I'm just saying, you know, it's just like a rock band or whatever. It's like, yeah, they're all great musicians and everything, but whatever, yeah. you know. Have what you, am I? What am I? What am I supposed? To, what are we gravitating towards? <laughs> have you hung out backstage at, at like a wrestling show? But, um, or uh, what? At a WWE match? Yeah, 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 yeah. How? What's the vibe like compared to like the backstage at like a metal show? Is it similar or, or like? No, like, I mean they're they're working the yeah. whole time. I mean, I, I'm just saying, but it's, it's kind of the same. But I mean, I think with the with the wrestlers, it's more. Almost kind of circus type thing, right? You know, whereas like you guys are up right now, we we're on in ten minutes after this, and then, yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying. Everyone whereas, has to hit their cue and everything, and be yeah, at the right everybody's, spot. yeah, and then like even like Triple H and all the guys, you know, they'd stood there and watch the teleprompters mm-hmm. while they're watching me and you wrestle or watching our promos, and you know, because they're they're involved with the whole thing. Right, right. They have to react to whatever happens yeah, as so, it's I mean, going they're, on. Yeah, there's, they're, it's you busy. know, I mean, everybody, you know, with the the freak wrestling. I mean, put it this way, dude. They they. 
profession, the most insane professional stuntman on the planet. Exactly. And they get hurt all the time. You know, yeah. I mean, bro, you, you, I slip out of your hands one time. I mean, dude, I can get banged yeah. up really bad, man. So, I mean, the whole thing is... Uh, it's predetermined. It's not fake. Well, fake would imply that it's like... But still, I mean, the bottom line, yeah. they're getting lumped up every night, man. I mean, it's like professional stuntmen. So, I mean, the whole thing is... Uh, and they're doing it like 300 and... What are they doing? Like 330 yeah, 300 shows a year, a year yeah. man. I mean, it's... And traveling. Yeah. I can't imagine like driving five hours and then having to like do yeah. that. And I, they have know, to and drive I, their own. I always thought it would be, you know, because I'd always ask Chris and, and the guys, I'd go, but why, why don't they just get... Why don't you get like 10 years together and just rent the tour bus, you know, yeah. for the month? So this way you guys could, right after the match, get on the bus. Don't worry ha- about Have it. a couple, you know, if, if you want to have a couple cocktails, you have a couple mm-hmm. cocktails, relax, watch a movie while you're driving 12 hours to the next gig. And then you can just crawl in your bunk and go go to bed. Yeah. You know, and just relax. And I'm saying especially if your shoulder's killing you, your back's killing right, you. Right, right, right. You don't have to drive yourself another 10 hours mm-hmm. you know whereas if me and you were just in a car i'll drive five then you know when i'm i'm ready to pass out i'll pull over and then you'll take over and drive us the rest of the way right right for the next match so what did he say when when you said no, they were what? like no you know what those act we're always together all the time i see. so we just kind of it's it's nice when we can just get away from each other for like for a little bit and it's just it just driving by ourselves is just like therapeutic man right okay i can just see that and, and i completely understand that man yeah. but i just figured you know I'm just trying to picture if we'd manage Guns N' Roses back in the day. <laughs> and it's like, has anyone seen Slash and Duff? I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> where you expect them to drive to the next gig? Right, right. It's pretty ridiculous. Do you expect your talent? How to many liquor stores were on the way to that <laughs> next show? Yeah. Wait, how many liquor stores Three are from Boston over. to New York? How many? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, like, what, like when you're, like, Hey, when you would go to the matches, did you go in the seventies? Like the guard, because I know you're from no, Jersey. No, I never. Or... I never went back then. I remember mm-hmm. the match. You know, I, I started going when, uh, obviously, with Warrior and stuff like that. I remember going so to the LA Sports Arena. We saw Warrior versus Mr. Perfect. Oh, nice. And then, uh, which was and Mr. Perfect was awesome as well. Yeah. His promos were me and Perfect. JD. You know, because JD's <laughs> a huge wrestling fan too. Mm-hmm. So, well, but we always talk about the guys that we really dig. Like obviously Macho Man. You know, yeah. with his friggin' hysterical. Yeah. And then Mr. Perfect was definitely right up there. You know, he could hang in the same room with Mr. I mean, with the Macho Man, you know, yeah. sit at that table as far as pure, awesome comedy, you know, like why you love the guy just because yeah. it's, it's, you love watching his promos because you're cracking up laughing the whole time. And then uh, I'm trying to think, you know, but I remember War, and then I saw the retirement match with the Warrior versus uh, Macho, Macho Man. Man. That was legendary. With, with, uh, at the Sports Queen. Arena. Oh, at WrestleMania was. 7, yeah. Yeah, which was crazy because, you know, the one before the WrestleMania 6 was at the, the Sky Dome. Yeah, in Toronto, yeah. Like 80,000 people. Uh, well, I think they were going to have it at uh, the L.A. Stadium. Like, there was a football stadium, but the tickets were so shitty that they had to move it indoors because yes. they, they were doing that. That's insane. That's, like, probably the smallest that yeah. WrestleMania ever did it in. Yeah. Well, they were doing that angle with Hogan and Sergeant Slaughter being the Iraqi sympathizer, and everyone was kind of, like, they were getting a lot of heat for doing the Iraqi sympathizer thing. Like, imagine them doing that now, like a, uh, oh, like a, a Bin Laden. Yeah, like an ISIS sympathizer. No way. Never. Uh, no. I, I can't imagine that, that. I don't think we'd have, I don't think we'd want to script that one in. Yeah. No, yeah. we'll just take that script idea and file it under... Ungood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bet it. I bet it's been pitched, but they were just like, "No, we can't." We can't oh we yeah, can't so I guess that's why it didn't do well. But yeah, I, you know. But I mean, the, but that that retirement match was amazing. That was so cool. That was done really well too. Yeah. And like, I remember uh, 
Well, the Hawks are talking about Randy, you know, with the Macho King. He just said one thing about Randy, though, because he was so pro. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm sure he went, you know, with the Warrior, you know, just like, dude, we really got to work this match out. So yeah, it's yeah. crushing. Yeah. Oh, it crushed. And then now at the end of that match, of course, uh, Queen Sherry turns on Macho Man. And then Miss Elizabeth runs out and saves the Macho Man and beats up Sherry and throws her out of the ring. Yes. Did you tear up at their their reunion? Were you getting emotional? Yes, I, I, we were all high-fiving me and my buddies, and I just said, this is so awesome, they're back together! <laughs> I agree. I thought that was such a great moment, and I loved Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth was always just like, so she seems so classy and like so above wrestling. Exactly. Just because she didn't say anything, ultimately. Like, if you look back, it's like, She's just some broad. <laughs> you no, know, and then, you know, being a young child and then, you know, fondling your man root. Right, exactly. your prostate as a young boy. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I skipped the prostate uh, uh, well, tickling. But. No, but I did, I did it back then myself just to make sure I was, I was regular and to make sure I had a clean bill yeah, of health. you didn't want any cancer. <laughs> hey, listen, health first. <laughs> uh, we were also talking about uh, uh, when I walked in, I'm wearing a Macho Man shirt. You mentioned the Macho Man's music career, his his epic EP of hip-hop I have that albums. album at the house, actually. Be a lie. Man. When you first heard Macho Man was making a rap album, what was your what was your reaction? Were you into it? Were you Well, just anything the Macho Man's going to do, you know it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And, and I just love just his track calling out Hulk Hogan, Be a Man Hulk, and Face well, Me in the what, Ring. what was that all about? I, I seen footage, I seen footage of it not too long ago when he was just going the coward fund and the yeah. whole nine yards. I think he was just calling out Hogan like he they always had like he always didn't trust Hogan. Because to be fair, Hogan was kind of the master politician backstage, like you were saying, how like he kicked out of the Ultimate Warriors thing, like right at the end. Like that's kind of like a an old carny move to not look weak. And he would no, always, no, but I, but you know, so, what? But, just, but, you know, it just always blows me away when you ever yeah. hear about these feuds or whatever, like the politics in wrestling and the politics involved. I mean, we we know it's like guys, we're all rolling together. Yeah, nobody wants to make anybody look bad, and right, we, and it's just like no problem. I'm gonna pin you, but definitely kick out so it looks like. Oh, he didn't really have them. Yeah, so yeah. we always have that. You know, I mean, you have that. That's how so, everyone I mean, looks strong. So it's all good. So, well, I mean, well, I, I but what I what I was getting at was that like Macho felt that Hogan undercut him, like when they were in WCW and whatever, and like he would try to make Hogan would try to make himself look better than Macho Man. So that's what that was about. Like, be a man and face me in the ring, so I could prove to you. Well, I think it was even more than that. Man. Yeah, I mean, it was just it was a whole. I mean, because it was ugly. I mean, Randy yeah. was just like, no, I want to really fight this guy. Yeah, and I'm I think wrestling. It, yeah, I want to actually. <laughs> you want to beat, beat the this piss play. out of the guy, man. And yeah. he just goes, you know, why don't you, he goes, what about the kids? He goes, all the money will be, all the proceeds will go towards the children. Yeah, yeah. He goes, I'm going to put up $10,000 of my own money yeah. for this coward to get in the ring. I was just like, what the hell's going on here, man? <laughs> and he goes, what, like get him in the ring for a wrestle match? He goes, no, a real fight. Yeah. I mean, bare knuckles. <laughs> bare knuckles, yeah. MMA, but except no rules. You know what I mean? And it was just like, um, okay. It's just like. <laughs> Wow. Macho, you realize it's predetermined. He's, this is he's pissed after. off, dude. Yeah. Uh, he's pissed and he's had enough. Or you just make it a back alley match to the death. Yeah. And like then a nice whoever, street you know, two guys walk into a back alley, one guy comes out, and then that's it. <laughs> and no, it's not about money at all. I'm yeah. going to kill you, bro. You know, <laughs> it's just, you know, I guess, you know, and no pay per view. Just, no, just let's no fight. cameras, nothing. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, but it's just like, wow. It's just like, what? 
what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, though, that that never happened, uh, and Mach- we lost yeah, Macho well, Man. Yeah, but I mean, it's just it's just nuts. I mean, yeah. it was just like when I was seeing that thing. But I mean, it's just like, uh, yeah. And then the Ultimate Warrior was had beefs with Hogan too. You know, see, yeah. on his on you know when the Warrior would have his rants on the thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Those like, those oh, rants were. I got to be honest, wow. they're a little uncomfortable to watch sometimes. Yeah, I'm like, what's going on? Here? He basically called Hogan a homosexual, and he said that him and Brutus the Barber Beefcake had a long term relationship, had a long term affair while Hogan was married to his wife Linda. Oh, and then the whole thing of like uh, the, the Hulk said, and he was putting it out there that you know he wanted everyone sleeping with his wife. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like going on these rants. Yeah, I like, mean, dude, turn off your camera. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here, man? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird when they, like, get out of wrestling and they just haven't been in front of the camera for a while and they, and they kind of seek attention no, somehow. I, I, I don't know. I, it's just like, get off. No. Stop. Stop so, ruining my childhood memories. <laughs> just shattered and destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you I, you mentioned Undertaker earlier. Have you hung out with The Undertaker? Because I'm kind of curious. Like, um, what's he yeah, like? No, yeah, the, the, well, you know, just backstage and stuff like that. When right, we go just down like and see hello. Chris and stuff yeah. like that with Father Jericho. But, uh... Yeah, and Kane. I mean, all the guys that are there, the big show yeah. and all the guys. I mean, all all, sweet, all, all great guys yeah. and sweethearts, man. I mean, you know, like I said, those guys are the hardest working guys in show business, man. Hands yeah. Down. And so you and Jericho are really good friends. I, I remember I interviewed him and he even met him. Love the father, it. Christopher. Father yeah, Jericho is the man. You guys party. And like, how did, how did you feel when you heard that he was he's starting a band? Like, like back when Fozzie was first starting. Well, I, doing I love like it. A, I mean, Chris, uh, Chris, like you said, uh, I'm gonna do this, man. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. I love, I love music, and I, I mean, as much as I love wrestling, I love music, and I'm, you know, he's a performer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, man, because I yeah. love, I love singing, I love when me and the guys get together and we do our thing, and I love, you know, Father Rich on the fiddle over there. So I've been <laughs> friends right. with Rich for years. Yeah, you know him with the stuck mojo thing and everything like that. But uh, no, so it's, I, I think it's great, man. So Chris, Chris is, is doing metal. Have you ever considered? doing pro wrestling getting into the ring because i mean you have the look yeah you know, I, I look like a complete clown so you know I, I, <laughs> you, I look, you, look wait, like, you have the look no no, what no look you, is that you uh, the look you of look somebody like that complete, somebody's ass you look like a complete douchebag okay <laughs> let's just go no what yes that's right douchebag <laughs> i, I, I a, can hear the crowd now douchebag <laughs> Douchebag. <laughs> so the whole thing is. Uh, Douchebag Zach Wild, that's your gimmick? Oh, my God. Uh, uh, no, I, th- I don't know if you He's not teabagging. He's douchebagging. <laughs> I mean, that's the, the shirt. But the whole thing is. But the whole thing is. Uh, no, I just. I, I love the wrestling thing. Yeah. But no, no, I never I never thought about it or anything. I mean, I'm just, you know, just music, music, music. Right, time, right. But, uh. I don't know if you remember, there was a, a faction in the late 90s called the Disciples of Apocalypse. It was Crush, Brian Lee, and the Harris Twins, and they were just like a biker gang. I feel yeah, like yeah, you, I, I kind of remember a bit of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you, you could have fit in there. You could have been the leader of the gang. And, <laughs> nice. And then, like, you could always, you know, like, you don't even have to wrestle. You could be, like, a Bobby Heenan or Mr. Fuji, yeah, but I you're the a, I could be the manager. I right. Definitely, I could definitely be the manager, for you, sure. You, you, you manage the, the freaks. And then when needed, you'd run into the ring and hit somebody with a chair. And I hire other people to come help us. You know, right, right, right. Bribing people and stuff like that. You know <laughs> Bobby I mean? Heenan was my favorite. He was like my favorite, you know. The managers are, I, there's not that many managers anymore. Yeah, no. What they, happened? Uh, well, I, in the 90s, they just wanted like like females, you know, like some, some eye candy. So yeah, they kind of yeah, got yeah, rid yeah. of the manager. I, but I now they're. It. You know, with the Miss Elizabeth and everything, it was, it was a, it, 
started from there. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, now I guess Brock Lesnar has Paul like Heyman. Like you said, Mr. Fuji. Yeah, yeah. No, all not, these guys were great, man. Yeah, Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan was great. Uh, Jimmy know, Hart. And who was? Yeah, Jimmy Hart was great. And then who was? Who else? Uh, um, Trying to think what was it? Flas- uh, a slick, uh, classy Freddie Blassie. Yeah, Freddie Blassie. Captain he Lou was, Albano. He was awesome. Yeah. Lou Albano was great. But the managers were great, man. Yeah. I know. And then, uh, what, what's his face? Uh, the the Undertaker's manager. Oh, Paul Bear. Paul, Paul, Paul Bear. Yes, That's of course. That's so great, man. <laughs> and he's got the urn all the time. How could you forget? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. But that's great. What's your name? Paul Bear. It's like Mr. Bookman. Yeah. And he works at a bookstore. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm Paul Bear. Yeah. And, and my guy is the Undertaker. <laughs> oh, wow. That, well, how did you choose your profession, wait, Paul? Wait, well, I was kind was of born into it. your name before you started managing him? <laughs> His his that, real name that's I, an amazing coincidence. His real name is Percy Pringle. <laughs> it's even weirder than Dude, that's that sucks that he passed away now. Yeah, that, yeah. Bro. That was unfortunate. Yeah, without but, a doubt, man. So he's gone and then it's yeah, the wrestling thing is crazy. I mean, you know, 'cause how many how many musicians just died just recently? Right. You know, between Scott Whelan passing away, David Bowie, Glenn Fry, you, you know, I mean it's Lemmy, like, of course. All these you know, uh Amazing artists just passing away. I mean that in in that kind of succession. Yeah. Within like a month, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was wild. But it, but it is crazy how many wrestlers have. Passed yeah, away. it's tough on your body, man, and also the concussions and everything. Now, like they kind of stopped doing chair shots to the head, or any sort of impact to the head because of all this research with concussions and football oh, yeah, and everything. Now. Doubt, man. So they're pretty serious about that stuff. No, man. but I mean it's just it's, I mean that. It, that's the risk of playing contact sports, though. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, that's – and that's – I mean, when I played football when I was – just in Pop Warner, you, mm-hmm. you know, you love the contact and everything. Yeah. That's part of the game. Right, yeah. But, you know, but like you said, you can't – you can't that, – that's part of that sport. Yeah. It's, it's like boxing. That's part of the sport. You, you hit yeah. the other guy. You hit the other guy. Yeah, MMA, that, that's part of it. You hit, well, yeah. you hit the other guy. Well, well, but in wrestling, though, it's performance. So it's it's like you want to have longevity there. So, you, you know, the match wouldn't be that mu- much more impacted if you avoided headshots. Like, I yeah, feel yeah, in yeah. wrestling, it's avoid. Like, I get what Because, I mean, nothing for nothing. You're still getting hit with a chair. Yeah. And I get it. The, the, we're... we're it's planned and I'm gonna hit you with a with a folding chair. Yeah. But there's still a dent in that chair. Right. No, it and hurts. It's still a chair. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm I'm still I'm still like, bro, I really I nailed you with that one. Are you okay? And you're yeah. like, Zach, I mean that one I was kind of, I was literally <laughs> dead. I, I was yeah. I was dazed that time, man. I mean like the other last night was no problem, but I mean tonight uh, dude like everything kind of went in and out for a couple seconds and I, <laughs> before you grabbed me and picked me back up again. I yeah. was kind of like, I didn't even know where I was at. Can you imagine yeah. that? Like being in the middle of the ring and then and getting like a stinger or, or like getting the wind oh, knocked Bubba, out of uh, you? Father Dudley, Bubba was telling mm-hmm. me, Chris nailed him one time mm-hmm. and he said he was like, like beyond like day, you know, like really messed right. up. Right. I think he got a con- he he found out later on he had a concussion. Like yeah. just hit him with a chair or something like that. Oh yeah, I think this was during the tables, ladders, and chairs. Yeah, he got a concussion at the end of the match, and he still he had to get to his cue, and he was so yeah he said, dumbfounded he, said he didn't know where he was. Yeah, you know, obviously it was an accident. I yeah, mean, I was, you know, cause, no one I mean, intentionally. Everybody knows what they're doing in there. But yeah, I mean, it's just you know, like you said, I mean, it's just like it's, even as careful as you are. Yeah. Stuff happens, man. There's a lot of metalheads in the wrestling world now. The Dudleys, Jericho, Triple H, I know, is a metalhead. Totally. 
Uh, I think that's really cool. What, like, what do you think the 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 link is between the two? Do you think there's like a it's similar mindsets are required? I, I think to it's like, just even the link is there between sports and music. You know yeah. what I mean? Musicians and athletes. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it's it's uh, like you know how they always say like athletes want to be musicians, musicians want to be athletes, and all right, that, right, you know right. what I mean? All that type stuff. So no, it's I mean it's all good. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, are, do you still keep up with it? Or are you? It's just, it's just another reason for us all to get together. Yeah. Back when I was drinking, you know, to get together and, and have a cocktail. But now, you know, I just sniff glue and eat paint chips. But I mean, you know, <laughs> so it's, it's a reason to get that. The results are still the same. <laughs> I wake I, up in the morning with my pants around my ankles, and all the fellows are like, we had a great time last <laughs> night. <laughs> Uh, are, are you going to be watching WrestleMania this year? Are you gonna, are you, do you still wa- try to keep up with it? Or um, like yeah, I'll still it watch out? it every now and then. I mean, it's just uh, a little busy. Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I, I don't, you know, it's just. I mean, I know uh, JD's just like he'll watch like two seconds now, and he's just like, man, yeah. and he and he's completely like, it was better. Before when we were younger, yeah, man. like and I go, well, now I go, oh, don't start sounding like a grumpy old man, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, like, do you he's guys do? Like, nah, he's like, what we had was better. Do right? you watch for the action or the the characters? Like, what yeah, like drew J- you exactly? In? Like, JD loved Junkyard Dog was another one of his guys. So you know, yeah, he just goes, he just thinks the characters were better and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I got you. I mean, that's that's JD's take on it. But I, you know, but don't tell that to anyone that. Any of the new kids that you know, like my nephew and yourself, yeah. that are like, man, Hulk Hogan was way better. And they're like, no, John Cena smokes Hulk Hogan. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Get out of here. <laughs> Without it, no. shut the door. What I'm just saying is like that. You know, <laughs> now your nephew would say to you, you know, right? Yeah, no, no, John Cena's the greatest. You know, what right? Because I mean? so, he grew up on John Cena, exactly. Course. And then yeah. you saying Hulk Hogan was the greatest would just be like superstar. Grill Billy Graham smokes yeah. it, man. Well, I know? think Ric Flair is the greatest for the record. Oh, Rick is the nature boy. Uh, he's. I mean, how much more funnier can you get than right. him? I mean, he's amazing, dude. Okay. His promos and just his personality. Yeah, just his, the way his, he would wrestle, the way he would, like, fly around the ring for everyone. Like, everyone would just beat him dude, up. Dude, it was hysterical, yeah. man. I mean, he's he's amazing, too, because it's just pure, awesome entertainment. Yeah, he's, he's a star that has transcended wrestling. He, like... I feel like rappers uh, emulate him, and like football players, you always see everyone doing the strut and the move. He's hysterical, yeah, man. He's the best. I mean, his promos are beyond priceless, and uh, just everything. His, his yeah. matches are priceless. I mean, it's just he's like the whole package. Yeah, hands absolutely. down. Absolutely, Zach. Uh, I want to thank you so much for spending half an hour. We're doing this at like nine thirty in the morning, ten o'clock in the morning. Without a doubt. And this Good was time, so much man. fun talking to you about pro wrestling. Uh, I want to quickly mention you're breaking away from your tag team, the Black Label Society, for a yes. singles run. Yes, I'm going on the, the solo run over here with the Book of Shadows, too, because, you know, we'd be rolling around with all the chapters worldwide. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd always be getting asked the question whether we're with the Boston chapter, the Canadian chapter, the Australian chapter, the the London chapter, I mean, yeah. anywhere. In you guys are like the, the NWO. Chapter. You know, it's just like, Zach, you ever going to pump out another one of those Book of Shadows records? Because yeah. I dig, you know, I dig the mellow stuff or whatever. I was just like... You know what? Yeah, they said, you know, I, I can't believe it's a 20 year anniversary. So it's just like, I guess. <laughs> I guess so, I should get my shit together. Yeah, let's, uh, let's do another <laughs> one of these records. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's how that came about, man. Awesome. So, yeah, When's I'm that really coming happy out? With the way it came out, man. So I guess it's going to come out uh, April 4th, which would be two or April 8th. Two years to the day of Catacombs of the Black Oh, Catacombs. 20 years. 20 years to but the day. But it's two years to uh, oh, oh, the Oh, la- The Sorry. Black Label album, what I can't even believe. Already two years we've been touring on that one. So. Um, 
Wow. Yeah, and then we'll we'll head out, I guess, uh, May 4th. We start with the London chapter, and off we go. Awesome, awesome. And, and I heard you might be doing some more of those uh, Zach Sabbath shows. I saw it yes. in Anaheim. That yes. was insane. Oh, you were you there for that? Uh, yeah. For the, that was, uh, the little Black I Sabbath loved, shindig? I loved those like ex- extended solos and just like how you guys just jammed on those solos. Hey, it turns into the Allman Brothers on steroids. Yeah, it's gone it was, wrong. But, it was, you know, you know awesome. it's, it's, it's a good time, man. And, you, and, you know, it's you're celebrating your favorite band. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we're all out there playing Sabbath, so. No, it's it's definitely a good time when we when we get when I get together with Blasco and Father Joe C over there. So it's, yeah. it's good times. Awesome, Zach. Thanks again so much for entering the squared circle pit, dude. It was my honor, brother. But uh, let me ask you this before we go. Sure, sure. What was your thoughts on Warrior Hogan two? Oh my God, that whole angle in WCW! It was beyond horrendous. It was the worst thing I ever. Well, it was. It was well, the coolest thing for a second when wait, he first put it this way. As amazing as the other match was, was probably one of the greatest matches yeah. of all time. Yeah. Because of the, it lived to the hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually might. It, was, it, it was, actually exceeded, exceeded the hype. Yeah, for sure. It was amazing. Which is insane because that usually yeah. doesn't happen. So it exceeded the hype. This one. This is what they can claim, because me being a New York Yankee fan, yeah, we have the 27 world titles, more Hall of Famers, Babe Ruth, mm-hmm. Mickey Mantle, Joe DeMatt, all the guys, Thurman Munson, everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Not only, and I always tell my, my Boston buddies, I go, not only do we own you guys in greatness, <laughs> I go, you can't beat us there. Yeah. I go, but when it comes to sucking... <laughs> Of pure suckness <laughs> that you can't sink to any more depths of pure suck. We've got you there too. Because <laughs> when we got swept with the yeah. four games, right? Right, Yanks right, right. Were, Yanks were beating Boston three. They had them three nothing up against the ropes, ready for the knockout punch. And Boston comes back, sweeps the Yankees and sweeps the Cardinals, and just <laughs> pisses all over everybody. And yeah. it's just like I go, well, my one buddy he goes, man, that must hurt, man. I go. No, that just means we've got them beat at that as well. <laughs> we gotta beat you can't second. get any lower, bro. <laughs> they can't beat that. <laughs> so, you know, so I guess this match yeah. was basically that. Yeah, for sure. It was the worst. I actually went back and watched it not too long ago because I have the WWE. Well, network. like how bad can we possibly make this? Like, I don't remember. Hogan tried to throw f- yeah, fire in his face. Happen. He fucked that up. Too. It, was, it was embarrassing. They should not. And the only reason Warrior came in was so Hogan could get his win back from WrestleMania 6 because once they had that match Warrior was out of there it's not like he had any other feud Hogan just convinced Bischoff to bring him in to beat him he just needed that win back because that's that's Hulk Hogan for you yeah but I'm, I'm just saying that that's why I always laugh about these things it's just yeah. like well, I mean you're my, you're my bud and it's just like Zach could you, is it okay if I beat you in this one so this way and then maybe eventually down the line we'll have the rubber match right right yeah you know like Ali Frazier you know yeah. what I mean I, you, you beat me I beat you and then it's always up there at the water cooler yeah. what if you know what I mean but yeah yeah it's like yeah no problem you want to you want to win this I'll, yeah I'll come back no problem how do wife and the kids do and they're, ah, but he's doing good man you know I mean I'm just saying I mean <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't it. understand it man yeah I just don't I don't I know because I mean, of all the bands I've ever been in, yeah, all the guys, even before I started rolling with the boss, mm-hmm. when we were playing keg parties, me, you, and, and Tommy on the drums, yeah, we always had a great time, man. It, that's all it was it's us about. jamming and talking about wrestling, yeah, and 
and you're gonna like hang out with Susan Anderson tonight. Maybe, <laughs> maybe tonight's the night. Yeah, you know. So I mean, I'm just saying that's what it would always be, and just yeah. us laughing all the time and having fun and talking about all our favorite bands and all our favorite musicians and favorite wrestlers and all that stuff and our favorite teams, football teams and baseball teams. So, and in with Ozzy, it just continued on. You know what I mean? But uh, we always would be laughing our balls off all the time. It's like yeah. a miracle work ever got done because we'd be crying, laughing all the time, <laughs> so, and just having fun, going yeah. out drinking all the time and hanging out. So, like, what I, I mean, when I hear these Harris stories with the fellas, I'm like, man, what's going on? Yeah, over just there? chill. Like, who cares, yeah. man? It's just like let's just knock this out and whoop some ass, have a good time while we're doing it, and then go home. Yeah. What's the problem, man? So I, you know, yeah, I mean, when you hear all this soap opera stuff, man, it's just like, what? Zach, can you come back and just let me beat you on this one, man? I'm still, I'm still hurting from that loss. But it's like, yeah, no problem, man. Don't worry about it. You know, <laughs> I'm still hurting from that loss 10 yeah, years exactly. ago. Yeah, like, so, chill. Yeah. But anyways, it's definitely uh, definitely interesting, man. But it's yeah. good talking to you, brother. Yeah, it was, it was amazing talking to you. Great talking about wrestling. I honestly was Without like, I don't know, am I going to be able to talk for half an hour about wrestling with Zach Wild? And like, we've, we're now. Yeah, we like, could have kept going for another couple hours. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we'll have to save that for the next conversation man that's right man book of shadows 2 it's out april 8th on e1 music pick it up zach wild thank you very much my brother how great was that zach wild could not be any cooler my favorite moment was when i asked him how he felt uh watching macho man and ms elizabeth reunite at wrestlemania 7 and hearing zach wild and seeing zach wild mark out in front of my eyes was the coolest thing ever thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this new experiment that I'm doing, a squared circle pit. And, you know, I set up some social media accounts. If you want to follow the show and get updates on when I post new episodes, there's going to be one every two weeks, approximately. Uh, you could follow on Facebook. Just look up squared circle pit uh, on Twitter. It's at squared circle pit without the E in circle. So it's squared C I R C L pit. And, of course, I'm uh, at Rob Injection. In two weeks, I'm really excited. I'm going to have Killswitch Engage's Mike D. Of course, Killswitch Engage wrote the theme song for CM Punk. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Mike's lifelong love of pro wrestling on the next edition of the Squared Circle Pit. (laughs) 